Welcome to the AA Show, all avocado show for May 17, 2017. How's it going? My name is DK and I'm a jobless bum at the moment. That's right. Uh, it's been day, ooh, what is it now? 29, 28? God, four weeks in. Or five weeks, more than that. Actually, more like seven weeks so far. Uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in between jobs. If you haven't heard the previous episode before, uh, I've been doing this series called The Bummin'. Uh, just during the weekdays because everybody's a bum during the weekend. But uh, yeah, busy unpacking, moving stuff, cleaning the closet, uh, getting rid of old clothes. And then because of the weight loss, if you've been hearing other past episodes before, I got a lot of old pants and old shirts that are just too big to wear now. And including a nice leather jacket that my parents got me about four years ago. Then I'm like, damn. It's too big, so um, I'm now asking a guy who's been like eyeing my jackets here and there. I asked him, I was like, hey, do you want to buy it? Because it's like three hundred fifty dollars if you want to buy it cheap, and then if I buy it on e- if I so- sell it on eBay, it's still like hundred and twenty, hundred fifty dollars, or like I've seen like two hundred dollars for used leather jackets. It's Hugo Boss, so I'm like, god dang. So, anyways. I have more time to clean shit out and then uh, planning out the road trip. That's right. I'm, I'm driving my car over across the country, 2,500 miles. I think I've lost my mind. Uh, God, just thinking about it. I've been doing a practice drive, like including last week when I went to Vancouver. I wanted to do a round trip uh, to get my Nexus Iris scan done. You know, give my even more biometrics to the government so they know more about me than I know about myself. Um, but I, I wanted to also do a practice drive and see if I can do... F- you know, five hours total. Um, it's not that far from Seattle to Vancouver. It's closer than Portland, technically. But um, I I decided to give it a run. And then, uh, boy, I was really tired uh, at the end of the day. Then again, I realized that I didn't have any carbohydrates to start the day. I only had, like, one boiled egg. And, like, I got home and I just passed out. And then I realized the next day, I was like, all right, you know what? I got to eat a bread. I got to eat more rice to energize myself. You know, carbohydrate is not your enemy. It's your energy. It's your fuel. So I learned that lesson. So now I know what to eat on the long drives. And the first day of the drive, uh, I'm thinking about do I I've been thinking about doing thirteen and a half hours, but now I'm leaning more towards you know what I'll do five and a half the first day, and then about eight hours the next day, uh, during the Memorial Day weekend, which is next weekend. So I got about ten days left here in this city. Holy crap! It's what a Time is really flying, and then I, I start feeling it now. And then it's still raining today, which is unbelievable in the middle of May. Uh, again, it's been raining goddamn too much. And, but hopefully starting tomorrow, it's not rainy and snowy up in the mountains anymore. So the drive hopefully is okay. I don't have an SUV anymore, so I'm a little screwed. Uh, otherwise, how's your week been? Good, bad? I know Trump's doing all the shits, and then the French election went okay. So I was like, okay, whatever. Uh... Well, I, I didn't have a good weekend, I'll be honest. Uh, I, I was, although I've been making fun of myself, calling it a bumming life. Bumming life is hard, it's really busy. I'm just like staring at the stocks every day, looking at numbers, taking care of business, closing electricity, closing internet. Oh, uh, gotta change the water heater because it's 17 years old. Uh, 
God, that's another thousand dollars that I gotta drop. But that's better than spending ten thousand dollars later, right? So, anyways, uh, and then you know, looking for the, cause I I own my place here, so I gotta rent it out. So I've been talking to property managers, and then also look for the apartments in the new place. Albeit it's a little difficult to do it from the distance, so I'll probably f- be homeless like I was when I first moved here. I didn't have a. I had all my shit in my car, and then I didn't have a place to go, so I was, like, staying at a hotel with all my shit in my car for about, like, a good week or so, and then it took probably another three weeks to find a place, I don't know, same thing might happen here, but, uh, god, I'm, I'm just now getting ready for the travel, and then just wrapping up the affairs here, you know, a lot of good buy coffees, lunches, dinners, all that stuff, uh, just busy in general, uh, but, um, this past weekend, I decided to take it easy after coming back from Vancouver, uh finished a bottle of wine rite aid wine which is a very economical wine for 349 i thought it was five dollars but it was 349 i was like holy shit this is really good uh five oaks that's the wine if you're curious and then um i was hungover and then i decided to go to the golf course in the driving range get my game going and then get my body in the golf shape or whatever for the summer and then uh i cut this guy off really hard and then uh, we ended up going to the same parking lot in the driving range. And the guy comes out and says, you drive like a fucking asshole. You know that, right? Fucking asshole. Oh, you park there every time now. And then I just I just let him have it. Because in my head, I was like, ah, shit, I deserve that, actually. So I, I let you call me a fucking asshole twice. And then I just said, I'm sorry. I owned up to it. I just said, fair enough. I'm sorry. Not one of the best days right now. And then uh, I'm not in the mood. So uh, sorry. I cut you off the way I did whatever and then he just he started just like bumbling but then once i said i'm sorry and then i said now one of the best days right now so uh i just kind of gave the leave me alone thing and i was pretty groggy and shit he kind of left me alone after that but uh you know uh, you know shit happens and then i saw his car parking in the one of the corner parking spots which means like ah fuck he works here <laughs> so eh, again if if the old man out there who's listening to this the navigator driver i'm sorry i didn't mean it i don't drive like that uh it's just really one of those bad days and then after that i didn't feel like driving i was like you know what i'm not in the mood to drive i, I shouldn't be going out so i decided to just stay in and play counter-strike for like f- six hours seven hours a whole weekend which isn't much with relative to the whole weekend of 48 hours seven hours is not that bad it's like three and a half hours each way but you know i like i i can't land party or like just play games all day like i used to i'm not a young child anymore i'm, I'm like reaching my 30s now almost I think. I don't know how old I am. There was a fun game that we were doing last week. It's like, how how old do I look? But anyway, so, uh, you know, I, I completely bummed around and did nothing. I just stayed in my place. And then I, I was watching The Master of None, the season two. I really enjoyed the season one. And then uh, I said, fuck it, I'll marathon this. And then I marathoned The Real Husbands of Hollywood, the Kevin Hart show. And then you're like, yeah, it's Kevin Hart. But you know what? That show's pretty fun. It's a, it's a satire of all the Real Housewives shows. And then uh, it's a... <laughs> Is exaggerated versions of all the old celebrities that you don't follow anymore, like Nelly, Nick Cannon, uh, Ke- Kevin Hart, I guess. Uh, so, it's a fun show. And then uh, I saw the Guardians of the Galaxy last week, and on one of the bumming Tuesdays, uh, I'm not doing anything, because Tuesday tickets are still cheap. It's like five ninety six or something, so... <laughs> Uh, it was really good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, if you're like going to watch a Groot, it's completely worth it. And then they play off of the cuteness of the little baby Groot. And then uh, uh, it's not a traditional hero versus the villain. Also, some people are complaining about Kurt Russell's uh, ego character. Spoiler alert, he's a villain. Um, and the father of Peter Quill. But uh, it was I don't think that was a point of the... Guardians 2, it's more of, you know, hey, here are the different 
characters in the universe in this side of the Marvel universe in the what is it extra extraterrestrial terrestrial I can't say the word outside the physical world in the Marvel world that you see in the Avengers Iron Man all that shit um so there are a lot of characters and a lot of subplots but um they balanced it well in two hours and ten minutes I was very genuinely surprised this is, if you have multiple characters and multiple storylines this is how you balance it and then so if you're bitching about oh it's not a traditional hero versus villain super villain movie you know what that's not the point at least for this guardians yeah i do notice like some of the marvel movies now like the some of the villains are like completely downplayed on like loki and like some other ones like you just completely forget afterwards like iron man 2 or something but this movie is to set up the avengers the infinity war right with all the infinity stones Infinity Gems, whatever you want to call it, and then all these uh, new galactic heroes coming together, and then some of the celestial powers that you don't see in the physical universe, which Doctor Strange kind of like fought against too. If you haven't seen that movie, go check it out. It's it's like an acid trip. It's like an inception to the next level, Marvel edition. So go check it out. It's pretty good. And then uh, if you're taking taking a girl to see, oh my god, I gotta see the baby girl. It's like, go ahead. It's 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 completely worth it. And they play off of it too. There's some lines that are like, what? What are we gonna do with a baby Groot? I was like, you can't kill it. It's too cute. You know, some stupid shit like that. It's pretty fun. But uh, anyways, I don't have a particular. Well, I do have a particular topic I want to talk about. I don't know what the hell to talk about today until I stumbled upon an article about the millennials and avocado. So this edition is called the uh, all avocado episode. I didn't know avocado was a thing this year. And then the avocado prices are like getting high. It's like a new kale. And then um. All that stuff, but I haven't. Been, I'll be honest. I haven't been eating avocado in a while, and then I'm trying to cut fat. So like, oh, you gotta watch the fat you eat, sugar and all that. You know, get trying to get rid of my, you know, what is it, the flat tire tummy that I got? It decreased. I'll be honest. In two weeks, God, it's decreasing a lot when I like focus on my core and the fucking abs the last two weeks. But god dang, like avocado's a good fat actually. So if you're gonna get eat fat, not the trans fat, this is a good fat to eat. But uh, there was an article that came out called the Millennials, Millionaire's Advice to the Millennials, Skip the Avocado Toast. So there's this guy in Australia, Tim Gurner, luxury property developer, said he wasn't buying smashed avocado for $19 and four copies at $4 each when he was looking looking into buying a first home. So I guess this is kind of topical, continuing on from the buying houses and like renting episode last week. Uh, so this, so he says, quote, we're coming into a new reality where a lot of people won't own a house in their lifetime. That is just the reality, unquote. Gunnar said in an interview with the 60 Minutes Australia on Sunday, quote, we are at a point now where expectations of younger people are very, very high, unquote. So, and then that's when the avocado line came in. When, he, when asked if he thought the young people may never own a home, he said, Quote, absolutely, when you're spending $40 a day on smashed avocados and coffees and not working, of course, unquote. So his net worth is about $460 million, and then he owned his first business when he was 19. Uh, and then the shows like The Keeping Up with the Kardashians, full thinking that people, young people should be living a lavish lifestyle, blah, 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 blah. And then, so basically, he's telling millennials to stop being lazy. Um, <clears throat> of course, as usual, the Twitter reacts to this with all, you know, the, 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 what is it? The internet justice people 
come in and then say all the shit. You know, I, I'll be honest. This is a very, it's a very generic take on young people. And then, I I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't understand the blaming of millennials in these things. Like, I think there's like a CNBC website about fact checking. I don't know where the $19 avocado spread came in. I mean, I understand what he's saying too. Like, look, like young people are just... His point, I guess, is young people are interested in lavish lifestyle and luxury and just that wealth. You know, you don't have to drive a Lamborghini. You don't have to own a Bentley. You got to own a house first, which is basically what he's saying. But then he's like, stop spending money eating out. Uh, Don't be lazy. Stop buying your stupid Starbucks. Stop buying stupid unicorn frappuccino. That's not worth the money. Save that money towards investment or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then, um, so, oh my god, how many people are doing this stupid calculation of, like, avocado versus how many avocado toasts is it going to take to get a down payment or pay off a student loan? Uh, god. So, the main problem I have this is, this is a very simple way, like, oversimplifying the economical problem that the millennials face today. Now, disclaimer, I consider myself a millennial. I use Snapchat, Instagram. <laughs> That's the basic qualification. Uh, but at the same time, like I, I'm a bit of a contrarian, realist, hater, whatever you want to call it. So I'm going to hate on both sides here. So yes, it is true. I agree with him to a certain degree. Like, you know, I, I think there was a study. I don't have it pulled up here about millennials and the younger people are looking more towards experience. And this is why all the retails are suffering, like Target. TJ Maxx and a lot of clothing brands are suffering right now. Uh, department stores, other than like Amazon. Like e-commerce is a factor. People are buying stuff online. People don't go to malls anymore. People don't go to malls and just buy stuff. You know, people are looking forward to more travel and experience. You know, that stuff. Which is true because I've been traveling a lot too. That, you know, a lot of people are backpacking and shit. Go to like Thailand and like Vietnam and shit or go teach English. But at the same time, you got to understand that, like, uh, wage stagnation is a goddamn issue. And then, and then there was a Bloomberg article that also said it's not as bad as you might think. Uh, but like I said last week, way the housing prices are going up right now, like at a ridiculous rate at like 0506 level increase wise. How the hell can you afford it for the millennials who are now, I got to say, been working good five, six years. And then millennials, younger people are looking at the first Time, they're the first-time home buyers now, and then they, since the economy, especially in the U.S., got better, they're looking into buying a place. But goddamn, if it's like four or five hundred thousand dollars, and then you don't have, you only have seventy thousand, eighty thousand dollars saved up, how the hell are you gonna pay for that shit when all these Chinese and like foreign people are like dropping cash, hundred and five, hundred and ten percent over the listed price? What the fuck would you do? I mean, you gotta wait it out. My advice is wait it out and then save more money. But dang, man, like. The economy ain't so simple, man. And then, like, everyone should invest. Everyone should look for a house. And, you know, you don't think all the young people are looking for a house, dude? You know? And then, like, we're buying avocado spread. Like, uh, come on, man. Like, $4 coffee. Okay, baby. Like, I buy coffee, too, every day. I spend about, like, 2 $4. But then, at the same time, I don't have other expensive har- hobbies, like buying a fucking watch or, like, camera or anything. I had this conversation. I was like, so what do you buy? What What's your... Like, what do you have? They were talking about shit like Shinola watch and all that, like craftsmanship. I'm not that such a fucking hipster. I don't have a camera. I'm not into photography. I don't like pimp up my computer every year. I don't have a console. Like, I don't play games. I'm just like, 
I don't know. I just like spend on the things that I really need. And then now I'm buying clothes because I I become a less fat man. So like I'm like clearing my closet and shit. I'm traveling now because I have time. And then I don't have any financial other financial obligation. I got lucky not having a massive student loan or any of that. Although now I still have a mortgage to pay, which some people say is a fraud. All that shit. But anyways, so I'm like, God dang, man! Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And so where was I? I'm going off tangent here. So they do want to buy a home. You know, millennials do want to buy a home. And then this guy, at the same time, some people posted on his Instagram account of Tim Gurner. It's like, dude, you're making fun of like young people for wanting to live a lavish life style. But this motherfucker posts like yacht and girls and shit, nice cars, nice house, and then he's working on a luxury property. And all that. It's like, hey, are you going to sell any of that shit to the first-time buyers who aren't the fucking loaded Kardashians that you're, like, fucking slamming all over? What the fuck, dude? I'm like, get to the reality for a real bit, would you? And then just in general, like, bashing the millennials. Millennials, from what I've been hearing, from, like, my, my parents' age and up. What is that? It was like, baby boomers. Like, oh, millennials are lazy. Millennials don't do anything. They have all these tools. They don't do shit. You know what? After the last elections around the world, with the populism going all over the place, and then the voter turnout and all that shit, and then all the protests that's been happening, I gotta say, old people, you gotta get wake the fuck up. Like, if you're telling us that like we're not using the technology at our best advantage, why don't you use the techno- same technology at the best of your advantage and read the actual articles, not the fake news shit, not the fake news, not the fake news, but like do the fact checking yourself. If you're older and wiser and all that shit. If you have more money, why don't, like, why don't you vote for policies that would help the young people to progress, you know, for income, minimum wage. We don't have a concept of unions anymore. We don't know, we don't know what the fuck the universal health care is like in U.S., you know? Like, if you, if you look at a Republican from the 70s or even 80s, guy, my gosh, like George H.W. Bush, he's a fucking moderate. Reagan would be a moderate guy, you know? Like, look at all the conservative Republican people. Look look at who the hell you guys are voting as you come to the voting booth with your fucking turnout and have nothing to do. Don't tell us that we're not using technology to do shit. We're learning shit. We're watching YouTube. Watch John Oliver. Or, like, read the articles. I know some of them are really, like, click clickety-baity. But I think that's... That ex- you know, everyone's accept- susceptible to it, not just the young people. Look at you all old people. Just, like... You know, like the member berries in South Park, right? So I don't think the old people have the right to say, like, we're not doing our best. It's like, we are trying our fucking best, but, you know. But when you hear shit like, what is it, Paul Ryan saying, I used to work at McDonald's and go to the school. Yeah, that doesn't fucking work, dude. Like, if you're making $10 an hour trying to pay off a $20,000 a semester or a year tuition, not including the living costs and then the housing and all that shit... How are you going to make up for that? $10 an hour. And then you work part-time because you're a student too. And then even if you work 80 hours in two weeks, and then how much is that? Like $3,200? Wait, 80 times 160 So that's like $800. So it's 10 times 8, $80 times 40. That's like 3200 Dude, like, and then the taxes are taken away. What the fuck? Wait, what, what can you do with that goddamn money? Let me do the calculation here. $10 an hour. And then that's like 40 times 50, let's say. Oh, that's not right. But anyways, like, you're not going to make that much money, dude. Like, you can't, you can't do it. You can't fucking do it. You can't do it. So why the fuck are you blaming, blaming millennials for this shit? I don't understand. And then like, 
is it living's hard, man. The wages, like wage stagnation, maybe it's not as bad as Bloomberg says. And then the productivity has been going up more and more. <sighs> but it's hard, man. It's hard. I'm lucky that, like, you know, I have the supporting parents and all that shit. So I get to, you know, I get to speak to you right now, right here. And then uh, I'll do my utmost to support my children if I have children later to make sure that they don't go through the ridiculous debt as long as they do their they do their job and then graduate and do that shit. I sound like a fucking Asian dad already. It was like, you do it, I'll pay for your shit until you're 21 or some shit like that. But, you know, and then I don't, he, this motherfucker is just boasting all over. And then, yeah, and then this motherfucker works on luxury property, going back to this guy. And then <laughs> he's selling the most expensive, like, real estate shit and then, like, telling, telling us in our age group to, like, down and spending Jesus get the fuck out of here man it's ridiculous ridiculous so yeah so stop blaming millennials for all the faults in the world you've all fucking voted for this system you all fucking voted the last three decades when we weren't even alive to cause this economic like inequity and then oligarchy of whatever the hell we're going on we have going on right now and y'all voted for Trump so what the fuck do you want from us you know so we're doing our best and then wait till y'all retire and then we got to support your fucking system and carry your ass. <laughs> I'm on a really hating mode right now. But like seriously, yeah, y'all going to retire. You're going to want us to support y'all and then support your system. But then like there's more of you retired not doing anything probably until you're 70, 75 cuz more people are putting off their retirement then you're blaming us. And then, like, you know, telling us that we're not working hard or, like, we're buying on the stupid shit. You're buying, we're buying stupid avocados and coffees. Get real, man. Like, get real. So, anyway, I'm going to keep it short this week. I want to leave it there. And that I got more cleanup to do in this place. So, uh, anyways, I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening. There's my rant about the blaming millennials. When eventually millennials are the people that are going to have to support all the baby boomers and all these people. And these fuckers don't die so soon either. Well, they're going to live to their 90 and 100. So we got to support them for 30, 40 years down the road. So the next six years, we're fucked. We're fucked as shit. But, you know what? That's a reality that we live in right now. So uh, we don't have enough water. So invest in water uh, before governments regulate the goddamn water. But uh, I'll leave it here. Thanks for listening. If you're subscribing it on iTunes, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, Rate, comment, I don't care. Do whatever. I don't care how many stars you give me. No star is better than, no star is worse than one star. Eh, something like that. So, and then, and then the Twitter, what a show, all one word, what a show. Email is aa-show at outlook.com. Email is aa-show at outlook.com. We're going to come back next week with, uh, I think the next couple episodes are going to be about like reflection of Seattle a little bit. So uh, I'm trying to get our good friend Maziar to record on the general life in Seattle dating scene and all that stuff we're going we're going to record that next week uh i don't is it going to be released next week i don't know let's see and then uh we might have other guests join but uh let's see so my time is so limited i got 10 days left here slowly getting sad but uh hope you have a good week sun's coming back at least here in Seattle starting tomorrow so uh we'll check back next week bye bye